hallelujah let us pray father we thank you for the opportunity to be partake of your word again today we thank you for the privilege that you've given us we thank you for the great grace that you have shown to us thank you for the mercy uh, that you leave and that you prayed with us uh, with father we thank you for your unfading love upon us we thank you for your unending faithfulness towards us to say your name be exalted almighty god we ask that even today even at this hour on this day that you will send the word with so much uh, viability you will send your word with so much vitality you send your word with so much life in it you send your word with so much energy in it that will transform that will change that will cause a tremendous and a remarkable a significant shift to happen in our life and in our destiny in the name of jesus christ lord send your word say you sent his word he healed them he delivered them from their destruction mighty god i ask that you will send your word of healing send your word of deliverance send your word of correction send your word of edification unto every one of us in the name of the lord jesus christ blessed be to your holy name in jesus mighty name we pray amen hallelujah hallelujah glory be to the name of the lord um, it's a great great privilege again today this beautiful sunday morning to bring the word of god uh again to us it's a very very great delight at the word of god one of my favorite scripture of the bible is uh that uh, book that verse in psalm 119 that says that i rejoice at your word as one that finds a great spoil every time the word of the lord is um at play every time the word of the lord is at display uh it's a great great thing of joy personally for me and i think it should be uh, something that uh, is common also to every one of us whether we are speaking it or when we are hearing it it should be something uh, that brings so much joy to our heart hallelujah uh, so last week we began to look at a very vital uh, matter which uh, of course we began to understand that it's a very emphatic statement and an emphatic uh, muttering that is coming from the mind uh, and the heart of god from the throne room of heaven for us at this season at least everyone that uh, happened to be privileged and to be graced by god to uh, be listening to this to have listened to last week if you didn't listen to last week you can try as much as you can to uh, get and listen to it uh, but nonetheless if you are uh, listening to this right now it's um it's it's an em- emphasis that is coming from god to us in this season and particularly uh, at this time in our age and our generation and that emphasis is to cause us to return to um the school of the spirit to that to that center to that environment to that place where the spirit of the lord begins to coordinate our learning and begins to facilitate our our growth and our education and our, our becoming who he had ordained us to become without learning without education we might not grow into the fullness of 
everything that god wants us to grow into without learning we cannot grow so it is in in it is in the place of learning it's in the place of training that uh, we begin to enter into the fullness and into the fulfillment of everything that god has made us to be it is in the place of his word so uh we we began to lay that emphasis upon ourselves uh, starting from last week that there is a call a beckoning for every one of us to return to that place where we are taught by the spirit where we are taught by the holy spirit the spirit of god where, where we are educated where, where we are enlightened by him because that is where our possibility lies jesus made a very stunning statement in matthew chapter 6 while where he was um, admonishing his disciple and his followers uh, not to put their uh, not to be concerned and to be agitated about what to wear about what to eat about what to put on and all the likes he was admonishing them was telling them that a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things uh, that he has a man's life does not consist in his material possessions a man's life is not measured by his material possessions no a man's life is actually measured a man's true worth is actually measured in 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 his godly possession what he has in god because actually our sense of self-esteem was first given us primarily by god from god from god yes from god everyone every human being is a carrier of god's own image and that is the primary source of our self-worth and self-esteem it's just so understandable it's it's why it is still a crime to kill a mad person yes even if the mad person is a mad person if you now say because he's a mad person not contributing anything to the to the economic to the social economic development of uh, of the state um, in any sense and you say okay you kill that person you you have committed a big crime because actually the worth of that person is not in his uh, is not first in his social economic contribution to the world it is first in uh, the image that god has uh, bestowed because he is also a, a, an image carrier of god he is made human every human is an image carrier of god so that is why our real real worth the real real value of our life is not measured by how much of things of things physical material things that we have or we do not have no that is not the first that is not the primary that is not the basic um measurement that's not the basic plumb line to measure uh, our, our worth you know, our worth is measured by how much of god of the god life that we have how much how much how much of god that we possess that is what our life is measured on so jesus was giving them that perspective and he made a very uh, stunning statement actually that is what, that was where i was going now he made a very um stunning statement statement there that matthew chapter chapter 6 i think verse 28 he said he said to them he said you he said take no thought for your raiment he said you shouldn't take any thought for your raiment now this, this is very important pay attention and say consider the lilies of the field consider the lilies of the field how they grew how they grew 
and it is very very stunning to me because he now later went on in the next verse that even solomon in all his glory is not as adorned is not as arrayed as this lily of the field but this lily of the field they didn't just appear they didn't just they didn't just come by magic they didn't just come by rocket science they just they didn't just come by chance they didn't just appear by chance they didn't just appear in time uh, to be very beautiful beautiful to the extent that solomon in all his glory is not as adorned as they have they didn't just they didn't just come like that no the bible said that it was that they grew it was as they grew say consider the lilies of the field how they grow they grow as they grew into their beauty they grew into maturity they grew into that glorious state that even solomon could not match in all his uh, earthly splendor they grew into it they grew into it so if a lily possibly if a lily sprouts out of the ground uh, i really don't know the life the life cycle or the, the life process of the growth of the lily but if the lily grows like the maize grows where where you have to plant uh, the seed you have to put the seed in the, in the soil and then um, the um, wherever uh, the, the when things sprout out of the ground and everything like that, and then it picks up its good like that now if the lily also goes like that and then after the lily sprouts from within under the soil and then it shoots its head out and the lily say okay wow i enjoy my state now oh this is where i'm going to be oh i like this oh wow what a very beautiful age what a very beautiful world to to be oh i just like it and then the lily refused to go uh i can assure you from what jesus is saying that that lily is never going to reach that maximum uh potential of what it ought to be even though uh the lily has been embedded with potential beauty and potential glory from above the lily will eventually still not attain that very very glorious state that it was meant and it was designed to attain onto and that is that is that is just uh the, the description a perfect description description of our love although that is not the um the really the really real emphasis of that scripture but I'm, I'm just making that point out of that scripture that even us it is in the process of growth it is in the process of growth it is in the process of growth not in the process of birth alone many of us have attained new birth we have attained spiritual birth spiritual rebirth spiritual new birth you have been born again we have we have accepted christ we have accepted the life of christ we have we are born again but you know just like you won't born you won't if you you can't give birth to a person and you're a boy baby and just leave the baby no if, if your if your parent ever did that to you you wouldn't be listening to me right now i'm very sure of that if when your parent gave birth to you they just left you and say oh uh, this, this baby will be all right let's just let's just leave uh you wouldn't be you wouldn't leave long to be listening to this podcast right now no it, 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 for for you to live up to this point and for you to even have the hope of ever going to fulfill destiny for you to match up to wherever uh place that you are now whatever stage you are in life now it is a deliberate a very intentional uh act of nurturing and of uh, of of growth 
uh, resource contribution to your life a lot of things went into your growth and that, and that is physical that 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 is in the, in the physical sense for you to grow physically for you to grow stature physically you know the amount of labor the amount of food the amount of energy that had to come the amount of process planning different kind of thing guiding i mean protection that had to come into place for you to grow to this point also so our spiritual life and our ordination in the spirit um, cannot be less than that hallelujah our spiritual ordination cannot be less than that no matter how big how glamorous how 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 glorious destiny god has ordained us to be he will refuse to grow he will refuse to put in place the structures that facilitate growth if we refuse to put those things in place we will remain stunted and we will give god a bad name well we can't give god a bad name if we if we refuse to put into consideration things that will make us progress we will just realize that although there are many promises hanging over our life and it seems as if they are just there just promises never gonna come to fulfillment it is as we grow that is the point i'm making it is as we grow you need to grow and growth is not accidental growth is not just automatic no growth is not it doesn't happen arbitrarily growth does not happen on its own no there are efforts there are deliberate things there are deliberate um, um, um steps and energy that you put into uh, the growth process the growth process and i'm saying that the facility um, and the environment where that occur that that system that god himself has put in place is superintended is oh is, is over is overseen by the spirit of god uh in that place where uh where some um, scholars or um some clergymen have coined out and termed it as the school of the spirit although of course i i i, I didn't the school of the spirit return to the school of the spirit the school of the spirit is not the term that i generated myself i i think the first time i saw that term was in a book i read i think that was that yeah that's the title of the book the school of the spirit i cannot remember uh, the author particularly now um so it was it was that title and it's a very wonderful book if you have not read it you can uh, pick it up and, and, and read the school of the spirit and wherever whatever the label and everything um, because our world has gone so pedantic now people can start picking and say oh, where is that in the bible and everything like that that is not the point the point is there is a message that that tied to communicate and that message is a very essential message and that message is that there is a facility in god there is a facility in the holy ghost that imparts knowledge into us and as we will see here that impartation is a very very vital thing just uh, it, it is as vital as the uh, as the first milk that you suck from your mama's pop it is very very vital like that it is it is very very vital you know um, medically and uh, and nutritionists will say that that i mean that those first set of 
um, sock that a baby got from the mom is a very, very important um, sock of any other um, breastfeeding that will uh, eventually happen. And that is very, very true. Uh, but in the case of the Holy Spirit, it's not just even the first one, it is the constant one because it is the, they, are, they are new every morning. His word is ever fresh, ever new, ever vital to us. So it is in that place called uh, or labeled as the school of the Spirit that vitality, life, education, knowledge, principles are taught us. And, and we will see, we see them set out. Uh, in a moment of time here. But the emphasis I'm making now is that we must be deliberate, intentional about our growth because without growth, we will not enter into the fullness of what we uh, ought to become in God. And this is very, very vital. We cannot stress it enough. We cannot stress it enough. Don't leave your life to chance. Don't live your life um, 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 to to fate. No, don't to fate. F A T E. Don't live your life to fate. Don't live your life to uh, whatever may be will be. No, whatever will be will not be. If whatever whatever will be will be. Actually, if you leave it to the like that, I'm telling you, whatever will be will always be a negative thing. Yes, if you are not trained by the spirit, you will be trained by the world. If you are not tutored, if you are not schooled by the spirit, you will be schooled by the world. If you do not attend, <laughs> in that sense, the school of the spirit, uh, automatically you are attending the school of the world because you are constantly learning. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You are constantly learning. You are constantly learning. You are at. You are learning. Whether you know it or not, whether you like what I'm saying or not, whether you agree with what I'm saying or not, you are constantly learning. So the bet, the earlier you choose where you are learning from, the earlier the uh, the 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 earlier you choose where you are getting your your tutorship. Your, or your tutelage from the better for you the better for you because if you are not being trained by god you are being trained by the world and the world is a very very uh, bad teacher the world is a very very bad teacher uh, it, 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 they don't teach without uh, leaving a negative mark on a man's life. So please pay, give a very uh, delicate, delicate and deliberate attention to your growth in the spirit. Very, very uh, important. So uh, very quickly uh, this morning, let, let, let's just um, let's pick it up from where we stopped. Uh, last week to just highlight something i really want to start uh mapping out some of the dynamics of the operation of that school of the spirit so that we can see their life of application really to our life this is a very very powerful one this is a very very powerful one and i really want you to pay attention and so um to get everything that i'll be saying uh today so please let's read john we're going to read john chapter 10 mm. oh thank you jesus Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 10. Mam braski valam borahaske vilahata. Jekapom brazize kwafila mondre meneski taka bubondra hasse livanon tahaski vila barahaske tila manda. 
Manzuzu pelakwa buramantis ki pagwa ganindo faruski valamanda. John chapter 10, um, we start from about verse 7. John chapter 10 from about verse 7. Um, hallelujah. John chapter 10 from about verse 7. Then Jesus said unto uh, them again, Yes, please, you can you, you pick your Bible, let us read together and follow. Uh, just uh, follow as, as I read. Uh, it's very beautiful to um, to see the scripture for yourself uh, rather than someone speaking it uh, to your ears. Uh, of course, very beautiful thing to have the word of God spoken to you and very beautiful. It's even actually a practice that you should cultivate and learn to do um, part time. Uh, learn to read the word of God. Paul told Timothy, um, first, first Timothy chapter 4, I think verse, about verse 12, verse 13. He said, Till I come, give attendance to reading, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, and all other things. But give attendance to reading. Some translation of the Bible says, Give attendance to public reading of scripture. So it, 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 it's, it's something um, that most uh, Orthodox church still do today, like that they do in um, lesson reading. Some read first lesson, some read second lesson, some read different kind of lesson. That, that practice is not just a traditional thing it's it's a derivative from that instruction give attendance to public reading there is a beauty and there is a, a, a transference of essence and a transference of vitality that happens when you hear the word of god in your own year remember the the utopian eunuch the utopian eunuch as he was returning back from jerusalem from the worship he was doing that thing that he was practicing that thing he was reading out the scripture to himself loud and it was loud enough for Philip to, to hear it and then the Spirit of the Lord told Philip to join himself to the chariot and then that was how the eunuch got saved. So there's a beauty also in reading out the scripture loud. So you can pick uh, portions of the scripture, read it to yourself loud, read it out to yourself. You are not reading it to anybody, you are not preaching anything. This is not even for pastors and everything. You are reading out to yourself loud just to just to 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 feel and to saturate yourself you saturate your environment you saturate your atmosphere with the word with the word of god in your mouth with the word of god in your own mouth you saturate everything and you begin to see how your life uh, would begin to shift in the direction of those things that you begin to alter so let us read uh, john chapter 10 pick up your bible if you can john chapter 10 uh, we read from about verse uh, 10. Holy Spirit is going to help us today in the name of Jesus Christ. Then said Jesus unto them, a very, a, a, a quite long reading. I'm going to read from to verse 18 and then we're going to read 25 to 30 again. Um, so let's read. Then Jesus said to them again, Verily, very I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Mm. The thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more 
abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not. He sees the wolf coming, he leaves the sheep and he flees. Uh, and the wolf catches them and scatters the sheep. The hireling flees because he is an hireling and cares not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and they are known of mine. Mm. As the father knows me, even so know I the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And the other sheep would I have, which are not of this food, very powerful. The other sheep would I have, which are not of this food, them also I, might, I must bring. And they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one food and one shepherd. Therefore doth my father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man take it from me, but I lay down, I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it again. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. This commandment have I received of my Father. Let us go to verse 25 now. And Jesus answered, I told you, and you believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, the bear witness of me. But you believe not, because you are not of my sheep. As I have said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them. Oh, Jesus. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Now the last verse we're going to read, I and my Father are one. Hallelujah. Let God bless the reading of his word in the name of Jesus. So very point of the the very point of emphasis or the verse of emphasis there is my sheep they hear my voice and i know them and they follow me uh, my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me very quick uh, uh, uh analogy you if how many if, if if you've ever seen that movie uh this that blockbuster movie the train the train that life story of um of that televangelist that drama um Minister, um, evangelist uh, Mike Bamilui, yeah, the, 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 the his biography that was made in film that they, they made. Uh, now, when the man was still a small boy, if you remember when he moved to a new uh, place after the death of his mom, he moved to a woman, then he moved to another woman after the death of that previous woman, also. Now, the new place he moved to, the woman took him to church and then. Yeah, he was in the church and the pastor was preaching in the church or whatever whoever was the one preaching that day and the person was saying that oh he knows your name he knows your name he knows your name and then the, the young boy was dazzled he was startled he was he was surprised it, it seems he has never had such a thing before he was surprised and he turned to that his guardian the, the woman and I said do you mean Jesus knows my whole name also I mean, he knows my name also. Then you must say, ah, of course, he knows your name. He knows you very well. He knows your father's name. He knows everything about you. And this is what Jesus is saying. My sheep hear my voice and I know them. And I'm telling you also, whoever you are listening to me right now, he knows you. He doesn't just know your name. He knows you. He knows your, ma- he knows your making. He, he, he is the one that made you. He is the one that 
that saved you he's the one that sanctified you he knows you hallelujah he knows you and this is a very very point that you must carry every day of your life uh, every moment of your life it is it is it is very essential god knows you you are you are you are a bona fide registered there's nowhere you can run to the psalmist say that there's nowhere i want to hide from your presence oh god if i go into the deepest deep you are there no matter where i want to go no matter where i want to go if i enter if I enter back into my mommy's belly you are there you see me your eyes is there your eyes your eyes can 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 perceive me there he, because he knows me more than i know myself he knows me your school knows you even not even though not not, not um, on a personal note but your school have their have a record of you if you if you commit well uh, it depends on maybe it depends on this kind of school but you go to a proper school like my own school university of pardon they know you they have your record if you doubt it just wait until you commit a crime they will fish you out they will locate you wherever you are on the face of the school they know you they have their record of you now that is uh, that is even a human infrastructure now not to talk of god uh, a omniscient God who knows all things, whose eyes go far, back and forth the whole earth, and whose eyes is upon every creature. Who even said that you, 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 you are engraved upon the palms of His hand? He knows you very well. He knows your potentials. He knows your capacities because, of course, He was the one that made these things inside of you. He knows you more than you know yourself you are not a stranger yes that is what ephesians i think chapter 2 began to say he said we all we are fellow citizens we are no longer strangers we are no longer strangers in the presence of god we are fellow citizens to the benefits the commonwealth that is in god we are fellow citizens and this is very important for you to know because many things that keep many people from uh, possibilities in God or, and from a very very vibrant and very very buoyant uh, journey and life in the spirit is because they have considered themselves and they have um, they, they have they have this very very awkward perspective about themselves in relation to their journey with god or their journey in the spirit in the spirit so you you think it's it's a privilege or it's a right of some people it's a privilege the right of some set of people it's a privilege of so or, or the right of some selected few no i'm here to tell you that he knows you and if he knows you it is because he is interested in you he's interested in you it is not just for some people it is not just for preachers it is not for people going into ministry alone everyone god has made everyone is is we are his children we are his offspring we have offspring he knows you he doesn't just want you to be a church goer he doesn't just want you to be a bench warmer in church he doesn't just want you to be among the numbers he wants you to be an active participant an active carrier an active ambassador of his grace upon the face of the head he knows you he knows you this is very very important uh for example let me give you an analogy 
in my own the village where i came from where i can't call it anything okay not the village uh for the sake of some of my uh, village beyond for my townspeople that might be hearing this uh, it's not a village i didn't come from a village i came from a very beautiful place so maybe you can categorize that as a town it's not a village actually of course we have two universities now yes we have a very big uh university uh so it's not a village at all so but from where i came from where i came from actually uh when 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 you are going somewhere like ui when you say oh oh again i'm usually into ui it's like it was maybe not again it was like something very wow you mean ui somebody like you i mean you how did you do it you know that kind of thing how did you do it how did you make it wow you mean somebody like you could gain admission into university but and then, oh wow well, yeah uh, maybe uh, of course it has happened i've gained it there's nothing uh, anyone can do about it again but the point is that 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 that, that mindset is there that ah, this that, that school is just for some set of people no, no, that's not for everybody. Just, just, just find a a college of education, find a polytechnic, and just go. I mean, it's it's not people like you they are looking for there and everything like that. And I tell you that is the mentality and the message of of many people about um being deep and going deep with God in matters of the spirit. Some people even think and still very much believe that their career path is not going to require any any form of uh any form of high level spirituality so they don't need it that is there's they can't be farther from the truth like that it can't be farther from the truth like that hallelujah let me tell you something actually the more secular in quote in quote secular your work is or your job or your career is the more the deeper you need to go with god the more secular your work if you are thinking oh because my work is so secular so i really don't need to go no the more you secular the more you need to go you go deeper in god because that is actually that is when you need you really need a firm grip on the things on the principles on the power of god that saves and that preserves you in the midst of the corruption that pervades the landscape so uh, uh, i'm just trying what the point i'm making here if there is any mindset if there has been any mentality there has been anything any thought or in your heart that has that has kept you away from coming from having full access from coming in full access actually nothing stop you from having full access you have full access already but if if there's anything that is holding you back from coming in that full access to the presence of god and to access the deep things of god then cast all those cast them out today cast them out today you you are you are permitted you are allowed you are allowed admission into the school of the spirit the Bible says that eyes have not seen it, ears have not heard the things that God has prepared for them that love Him, but they are revealed to us by Spirit. Say, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. You too are entitled to the deep, deep things of God because you are a carrier of the Spirit of God. 
because you are a carrier of the spirit of god no matter your age no matter your race no matter your course in the university no matter your career if you're out of the university no matter your tribe no matter who you are married to no matter nothing else matters so long as you are a human being you have accepted the life of christ into you you also have access into the deep matters of the spirit this is not an exclusive reserve of men of god it is not an exclusive reserve of people going into ministry it is not an exclusive reserve of i'm nobody this is an exclusive reserve of every child of god we have boldness by his blood to enter into the holiest of all says the bible we have boldness he said let us come boldly to the throne of grace let us come let us all come boldly my sheep they hear my voice this is a very this is a very very first and vital lesson that you you need to hold on to you are not an alien you are not an alien in the presence of god you are not an alien in the presence of god you are you are you are you have been brought together with him let us read ephesians ephesians chapter 2 oh god oh god ephesians chapter 2 and verse let us start from uh from verse 1 he said he said oh my god he said you as he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins you have been quickened you were you were once dead in trespasses and insane but you have been quickened you have been brought you are you have been brought alive you have been brought now to life you have been brought back from life you have been brought into the into the heritage of god now look at verse 12 of that ephesians chapter 2 he said oh god 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 verse 12 he said that at the time at one time you were without christ you were alien to the common you were aliens from the commonwealth of israel and you were strangers from the covenant of promise and you have no hope without god in this world but now in christ you who were sometimes are far off you have been made nigh unto the you have been made nigh by the blood of jesus you have been made nigh by the blood of jesus by the blood of jesus not by your work of of righteousness not by anything that you have done not by anything that you have given to jesus you have been brought near so why wouldn't you take up the offer of this salvation and come boldly fully bully to the truth of grace many many of you as i as i feel so much in my spirit right now as i feel so much in the spirit even since since the last release of the podcast i felt so much it so i felt it so much in my heart that many people have have, have abandoned the place or the, the the school of the spirit because of what they did in time past or not you committed a sin and then that has kept you away no matter how grievous that sin is no matter how grievous that sin is the place to come is still the presence of god hallelujah when you are in mess the place to go is to the mess cleaner is to the mess cleaner the remedy to poison to eating poison is not eating more more poison if you take in poison you don't solve it by eating more poison just so if you commit a sin you don't commit a greater sin by running away from god no you come close to god is the one that can give you an antidote that can give you uh ease remedy out of that stress that you are in so if you are listening to me 
and then sin is a constant barrier that is coming between you and what and, and this place of the spirit from this this sweet fellowship of the spirit this beautiful fellowship of the spirit then you really need to understand that no accept the love of god accept the acceptance of god accept divine acceptance come 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 don't let it limit you don't let it stunt your growth in the spirit don't let it stunt your possible there are there are possible things in god there are many things in god you don't you you stop praying simply because you commit sin no no when when you sin this is not to encourage you you shouldn't sin but when you sin if you sin and when you sin you go back to god you go back to you try everything stay make a commitment in your life to not live in sin make a commitment in your life to love but when you do sin the place to run back to is in the presence of god just just act just accept the mercy of god and then pick up and keep going never let sin or what you did in the past never let it haunt you down from your possibility in god because jesus says i know them he said my sheep they know my they hear my voice my sheep hear my voice and i know them he knows you don't run away from him come 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 to him hallelujah come to him come to him i know them and they follow me my sheep they hear my voice and i know them and they follow me actually i've not even got into the heart of the matter that i want to be discussing today and i'm not sure i would ever get there but if 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 this is all i can say very emphatically please hear it he knows you and because he knows you he's drawing you he's drawing you he's calling you he wants to he wants you to to come deeper he wants you to come deeper come deeper come deep come deep they come deeper the deep calls unto the deep at the sound of your of his water sprout the deep calls unto the deep there, there is depth in god which every one of us should should attain unto their death in God. Your ordination is it carries the essential nature of eternity inside, of eternality inside. That means that means what God has ordained you to be, it has no limit. No, 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 no. If you plunge yourself into it early, and if you plunge yourself into it so well, you begin to see that it has diverse possibilities in it that you 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 have not even thought of before. That diverse possibility, but if you place, uh, if you place a limit on it, uh, you will reap so much little of it. So in your ordination is God. There, it, it, because it is God that gave it to you, because it was imparted unto you by God. Uh, it has that eternal, limitless dimension of our actualization, which you will not know if you keep running away and keep running back from the one himself who gives you this life just as uh the very prominent late preacher now uh, dr miles Moro says he said a fish cannot survive out of the water which is a source so a man also cannot survive outside his creator which is god so you cannot you cannot you cannot and not just that you cannot survive it is that if you are not in god you will not attain unto your fullness unto your
your fullest potential you will not you will not so you you are you are you are a dimension you have a dimension and you are a limitless you are a limitless version of yourself but you will not know that limitlessness if you are not stayed and if you are not firmly built up in the matters of spiritual adventure and of spiritual tutelage and of this matter of the school of the spirit so um, i i i i think i'll stop here today just get this emphasis that i'm saying he knows you and he calls you to come this is not what this actually is not it's not our deal but this is what someone needs to hear he knows you and he calls you he knows you and he calls you whatever whatever thing is drawing you away out of that presence out of the presence of his majesty those things they are antagonists to the knowledge that god has about you in fact they actually are they are they are they are warring they are warring against you knowing the full things that he has for you come come because he knows you and is calling you deep deep and deep deeper and deeper to go to come with him no matter who you are no matter who you are no matter who you are come follow him follow jesus deeply plunge yourself to it give yourself to prayer and see who told you you can't pray who told you you can't do who told you you can't pray no you can pray pray start it give yourself to pray give yourself to the reading of god if you don't know how to how to how to start find a, a very a, a you find someone you you know that is doing it around you and just connect to the person and let the person guide you for for the start and then plunge yourself to it give yourself to it as i said before be deliberate about god give yourself to prayer give yourself to the study of the word of god give yourself to everything that is good uh, in the spirit and then you begin to see dimensions come out of you possibilities come out of you possibilities come things that you never expected that you do you begin to see them come out of you the thing that you now you are now doing and you know you shouldn't be doing you begin to see how they begin to dry and dry and dry off until you no longer find them and then the beauty and the glory of god will now begin to find expression inside of you let me pray for you now as i close father i commit everyone listening to this at this moment to your hand Almighty God, even as you have driven me uh, to this direction, I don't know why, but you have driven us to, to, to learn and to hear this. Father, I pray for that one who is crying out so loud, even though silently, but is crying out so loud from within his or her heart and is yearning for you. Almighty God, I ask that your outstretched arm will be launched out to such man and for such woman now in the name of Jesus Christ and the mighty and the everlasting wing of God will reach out to you in the name of Jesus Christ. You will know the Lord. You will learn it. You will see his love. You will see his faithfulness. You will see his glory. You will enjoy his fellowship in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. God bless you. See you again next time.